This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Big day on this July 26th because it's Church Health Church Health Giving Day. And anything you can do to help us help Church Health, which you can do at donatechurchhealth.org, gets matched. So for every dollar, a dollar is matched by an anonymous donor, making it even more important. And we'll be talking about this plenty today. Again, anything you can do to help, certainly appreciate it. Kyler Murray's got some news. Subway series begins tonight. And, oh, by the way, news on the University of Memphis basketball schedule. So plenty to get to today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for setting that up. Uh, Jessica Benson's going to join us at 1125 like uh, like she always does. And then uh, this is going to be our last appearance with her for a while. She's headed off to get hitched. And so she's going to travel the world, from what I hear. You go on the honeymoon, which is what you're supposed to do. So uh, <clears throat> this will be our, our final hit with her for a little bit. But so we'll send her off. We'll, Bittersweet. Uh, give her some well wishes, right, all of that. Uh, so she'll join us uh, at 1125. Then at 125, we're going to be joined by Trista Crick, uh, our homie there from BetMGM tonight. We'll talk to her about uh, Kevin Durant, that trade. Uh, what Will it happen? What, what does it need to look like? Uh, other goings-on around the NBA I was going to spend this uh, entire open sort of um, wistfully thinking about the Grizzlies' throwback uniforms in honor of the Detroit unveiling of their city uniforms, but Jason shot that down in the pre-show meeting. I believe the exact quote was, I don't give a damn. I don't do uniforms, but you are more than welcome to. And I know there are a great deal of people I, that do do you unfortunately. I do think that the I think it was, <clears throat> I want to say it was a COVID year when they rolled out like the uh, you know like the the their original joints. It was only for a one time thing. I think it was like the twentieth, twenty fifth, something one of one of the anniversaries, right? Twenty or twenty twenty fifth. Yeah, ask me. Yeah, it's got to be so. twenty, right? It's got to be twenty. I don't know. I can't remember. Twenty. Yes. Yeah, twenty. Like and, and it was just a one time thing. Um, I would I would be in favor of them rolling them out permanently, but that's a that's that's a different cause for a different day. Did I Detroit suppose. rip off the teal uh, theme? From no, us. they they had it back. I, the I want, yeah, they had it. That, yeah, and it's ugly. I don't get it. Wow. I'm, I'm an old wow. school. Wow, there's a traditionalist. Wow, wow, give me the Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, John Sally, old red, white, and blue bad boys uniforms. I hated that little teal mess that life. I want to say that Grant Hill used to have in his. Pistons uniforms. So there you have it. We got it out there, John. 
We had to we had to yank it out of him like a like a bad tooth, but we got it out. Yeah, I've there, been doing a lot of that lately. There it is, folks. You heard it here first <laughs> on the Jason and John show. The Detroit Pistons new uniforms that are throwbacks of old are quote Crash. ugly slaw. So I mean, there's only there's no telling what your true feelings are about the Grizzlies. No, most of what the, <laughs> to be honest, I mean, most of what the Grizzlies do, I like. Yeah. So and I imagine this will be the same, including but, their city uniforms. But do you yeah, think they're all the way down? I, mm-hmm. I usually like. Do you what think the their Vancouver throwbacks were nice? A lot of people like those. <laughs> Apparently, not you. Mm, I'm more partial to the again the early Grizz, the uh, 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 Powell, J. Will, Basic. Even when you go over to the black, you know yeah. it's got that little bit of teal and red in it. You oh know yeah, no, I, believe me, that's I do. where I'm at. Okay, is, now does that meet your standard? I, I think it, on Grizzly I, I, uniform take. I think it's going to have to. I think that's about as good as I'm going to get. Now, got to be a nerd to know all of them, you know. There was a uh, there <laughs> was a million, right? This, I know. I mean, he's got them in his but closet. There's a, there's a group out there of those folks. Oh, they know yeah, every yeah, yeah. damn one of them. And you if you know. don't, you're not a true Grizz fan well, or somebody that covers this <laughs> who's, team. Who's our man, uh, Antonio Braxton? That's his name. Uh, he's like a collector of everything, right? Oh, he's now a that, that dude is a savant. Yeah, that's a different kind. That's both on Grizz and Tigers. Yeah, by the way. yeah, he collects every piece of memorabilia there ever has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got all the threads. Oh, he's got everything. <sighs> now, what I would like to know is, I remember Great while we're on the subject boy. of this, and we do have other things that we're going to get. Sure, to. this is important business. <laughs> it is. It, it's, Jason it, is not amused by his, the uniform. Opened talk. up. John's you knew we were going to get it. Box. Hey, we might as well get it out of the way, Jason, because we're going to get yeah. pulled into the, oh, yeah. the pool it, here. It, it's shaping Memphis daily. I think you know what kind of threads they'll have. Sure. But there was a uh, there was a very obscure jersey. I don't know if they ever wore them, but they were red. Oh, they were red Those jerseys. Were, those were the sounds ones. No, they weren't the sounds though. They weren't the sound. This was like early time, early Grizzly. Like I remember buying All one. All the way red. Yes, I remember. Really? Buy- yeah, it was not sounds though because it said Grizzlies, right? They tried I- that sounds experiment, John. A lot of people like those. A lot of people were great. Yeah, yeah. I think it led to us developing the hustle red, maybe. Probably so. Probably some inspiration there. But uh, if anybody can help me out, there were some Grizzlies red jerseys, not sounds. That you could buy, and I did buy. I remember it being adjacent, but I don't know if they ever wore them in an actual game. So I'm trying to figure out how they could, you know, sell them to the consumer mm-hmm. and why I was dumb enough to buy it. Okay. Right? I don't know where that jersey is now. It might be worth something. I have no clue. But uh, there once upon a time was a red Grizzlies jersey. It's one of those things. One of the, And I would, I would also be in favor of them wearing those. I mean, basically, as you guys can tell, anything than what they're, other than what they're currently wearing. Yes. You know, I'm just not a big fan of the Beale Street Blue. It's a little bland to me. It is. Well, the Raiders jerseys suck, too. No, dude. <laughs> they don't. Let's be real. You know better Let's than just that. get it. Yes. No, he's yeah. just trying to say. He, he, doesn't, he takes it very personal because Jason. he doesn't believe that. He can't possibly believe that. The Raiders jerseys are iconic. Silver and black. Like, it's one of the best color palettes, not only not only in the NFL, but in all of sport. I think you I think you certainly would understand that. Wow. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you're going to sit here and crap on Grizzlies. We can we can take it there if you want to. Again, it's basic. I, it's tradition. I'm saying, when, it's a little when do you guys ever stretch it out? Do you ever do anything different? No. No, we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right? When, you're, when you already have arrived. Antiquated. Yeah. It's not antiquated, man. And plus, what about the color rush? Remember the color rush? Them joints were like all white. Them joints was fresh, too. 2016, circa 2016. Look that up. Look that up. Mm. Color Rush Raiders 2016. Anyway, I, you know, I, clearly I, I didn't think we were going to get up on this kind of a rough start here today on the show, uh, but we have. Uh, looking forward to Jessica Benson joining us and breaking this up <clears throat> at 11:25. But before we do that, we got some over/unders we need to touch on. Let's argue some more.
Let's it's get it. Jason and John's over under. Over over. Under under. Oh, late submission. Number of throwback jerseys that, that John has <laughs> in his closet. The number is ten. Over yeah. under. I don't know why. Like it, I will say this though. Like I will say on this point, nostalgia does sell. Like whether that's in like merchandising, whether that's in like you know media. So, and to me, it's one of the reasons why Stranger Things is as successful as it is because it's set in the '80s. It's set in like the retro time, and I think people just like putting themselves back in a place. So I acknowledge that it might the jerseys might just be about me wanting to like be a kid again and go back to 2003 and just like relive and you know whatever and do that all over again. Yeah. I acknowledge that it's certainly that could be a part of it. I I, I do genuinely believe that because. You know, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with the Grizzlies jerseys today. They're totally fine. They're totally great. Do you exactly. have more than 10 or under 10? I have under 10. I certainly, I don't even know how many jerseys I, I truly have. I have a few, like I have Doug Martin mm-hmm. because, you know, Martin Raiders, like it was just an obvious thing. the only reason you got that one. What's uh, that company, Leon and Ness or Leo and Ness? Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and, and Ness. Mitchell and Ness. They're yeah. the throwback company. They they insist to put Vancouver yes. on anything yes. because it has to be truly authentic. I have a, I have a throwback hat okay. that, of Vancouver with like all the markings on the hat. You know, but again, this is just a very triggering topic for Jason. And Jason, this is, you're not happy with this. No, he doesn't. He, it's one of those things where I just don't think – he likes to, uh, you know, you're not a big apparel Let's not guy. waste our time on this. You know, you saw Walmart's warning, you know. So you, want, you want to turn me off, start talking uniforms and cartoons. <laughs> How about <laughs> wrestling? That's, is it, is it what, yeah, less popular than wrestling? Wrestling's getting in okay, there Okay, that's well. a trigger. It's okay. there. Unless, unless we're talking Lawler. Let's right? move on, then, then. Then I got something to say. This is actually, I want you guys to school me on this because I didn't get to study the schedule for this ESPN Invitational. So we're getting to Memphis Tigers basketball here, which is very exciting. Uh, as we get closer to football, we have basketball, too, soon. Wins for Memphis Tigers basketball in the ESPN Invitational. The number that our linesmiths have set, two and a half. Over. Under. John? Well, well they play. Now we're talking. They, they've been matched up with Seton Hall in the first game. Correct. I think Rothstein had it first. And then they would play the winner of Oklahoma and Nebraska. Correct. Correct. Um, and then and then they would, whoever comes out of the other side of the bracket. And you'd bank right now that would be Florida State, but also on that other side, Siena, Stanford, Ole Miss. Okay. Yeah, I, I would probably it's be say Florida, Florida State. State, right? Um, well, look, without knowing, I don't know a ton about Seton Hall's roster this year. I know sort of the way they play. I know sort of you know the way they they do things under. Uh, It'll be Holloway's first year, won't it? Uh, yeah. No, you're right. It is. It is. It is a whole new coach, and we saw what he did last year with uh, uh with with St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there there is some talent. They have. Um, you'll remember this name, uh, Alexis Yetna. Absolutely remember the name. The, South Florida. Yeah. Big man. Yeah. So Transferred he, to between stops. Where, where did he go between? Didn't he end up somewhere else after South Florida? I, I want to say he did, but I can't say okay. that for sure, Jason. Um, maybe maybe not. Maybe Seton Hall is the only place he transferred to. But he's there. Um, Kadari Richmond is there. He was a pretty good player. They got him. It's not a very deep roster, though, based on their, uh, you know, based on their website. Mm-hmm. On their website, they have five players. Like I'm not even kidding. Like they have five guys on this round. There's a dub. <laughs> I mean, like for real, bro. If you go on their website, it's just five nah, dudes. It's just it's just USF to Seton Hall for Alexis Jetton. The dude could play. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so they're going to have something in there. They don't have a bench, so it looks like they have no depth. It's just going to be a five-man rotation. That'd all be game. perfect for Penny because he could he'd be forced to actually have a seven-man rotation. Well, this would be actually a great situation because yeah, Penny would just yeah. exhaust them. He would just throw fifteen guys at him. <laughs> right. oh, you only got five, and throw you everybody on this roster. Yeah. Get on out there to Darius. He was, he was the AAC freshman of the year. Alexis yeah. Yedlin. Wow. Um, yeah, so twelve point three nine point six. He can yeah, play. No, look. The the only issue is like they're old. Seton Hall's an old team, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have junior, seniors, graduate students like Alexis Yedna. Um, I will say under two and a half because I'm, you're basically asking me, are they going to win the event, right? They're gonna, are, they, are they going to win the event? Correct. Three games guaranteed. And I'm just going to say they won't because Penny's teams never get off to a fast start, ever. They just, they just, That's just not what they do. Um, not to say they couldn't. And, and two and one would not be a disaster, right? I mean, it would not... You know, let's say you maybe you beat Seton Hall, lose to I don't know Oklahoma. Who knows, right? And then you win your third game. It's not like that. You would well. Be. Let's hope that. Let's hope if it's going to be a loss, it comes in the championship game to Florida State. You would hope that based yes. on the experience that, too, that right. you're going to have. Yes. Let, let's be real too. Memphis is going to be one of the most experienced teams in the country in terms of guys that you're adding in, and in in terms of that rotation, right? These these one year guys, these graduate transfers. You're literally going to be one of the most experienced. Yes, you're right. Chemistry's been the issue the last two years, and you're probably right to bet that it's going to be a slower a slower start than usual. That said, it can still be faster than the last two years, and you've got the sort of talent in this tournament. Come on, none of these guys scare you, uh, frankly. If they, if they do lose that one, it should be the Florida State in the championship game. Anything else, I think, would be disappointing. If you're not in the championship game with this unit, no, I mean, it would be disappointing. Right? DeAndre be. Kendrick Davis. But to go with with Akon and Keontae, yeah, but that roster. You're still saying though, oh, you're under two and a half, right? I mean, it's 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 over. It's not you know because over. No, you're yeah. You you went to you could, lose could, the second round right. game. You, let's let's hope it's. Yeah. I, I'm with you. You're probably right to go under here. Right. Right, saying okay, you lose in the championship game, but let's let's not let it be a second round loss in Nebraska or Oklahoma. No, I, right, no, you would hope that you would hope that. Um, but I, again, either way, if you if you walk out two and one. You know, that's you still have lots of opportunities there on your non-conference schedule to, uh, you know, to to get some some big time wins. Now, do we know? I mean, is the Tennessee thing just dead? Yeah, it's over. Auburn, Texas A and M, Alabama, St. Louis, right now. So the Tennessee series just disappears. Ugh. Doesn't get rescheduled. Doesn't get you know. How does that as work? As far as this upcoming year, I mean, I don't know how hard Laird's working on trying, you know, right. trying to reschedule if you even are. We certainly know Rick and the guys aren't. So. so to that point, how many games? It's how much do you push them, or do you just let the thing die? They wound up playing two of the three. Mm-hmm. So I mean, perhaps it's you know it's still up in the air, and you can schedule right. at some point down the road. But I wouldn't. I would, there's no sense of urgency. It right. Doesn't seem like. Back to the point. You've got enough in here with with Auburn again, Texas A&M, Alabama, St. Louis yes. to feel solid enough about the rest of your non-conference schedule. Absolutely. So two and one is you know I guess depending on how exactly it shakes out, I would take right now. Um, and then you just you have you you feel pretty good about your other opportunities there and your uh, and the rest of your way. So yeah, I'm gonna say under though, just because Penny's teams have never gotten off to a fast start. I'm gonna go with John. I mean, I, I could sit up here and, and try to be the eternal optimist and say, oh, this is the year that Memphis gets right. off to the great yeah. start and goes undefeated. But I'm not gonna do that. Under the promise, over deliver. And you could yes. you could run into a very good Leonard Hamilton coached Florida State team that's ranked by the time you get to the championship game two and one. Depending upon how you play, it could end up. You're coming. You're, you're still. It could get you into the top 25, perhaps, because it sounds like from listening to Gary and everything else, they're going to be more 
35-ish. So perhaps a 2-1 and one start, uh, obviously better than what you have done. You add that to a solid non-conference run through the rest of it. Um, Memphis can be in a better spot than it's been going into conference play the last couple of years. Jason, might be a good thing this year. It seems like every year where we come in like... Top twenty, top twenty-five. Well, that's Number, the, that, those know. are the voters actually putting yeah. Memphis in. It's not just. So I know that. But yes, but they won't be might this help. year. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, they got to go earn it this year. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the NFL here. And Kyler Murray got the big contract, but there's some incentive clauses in there, or I should say, non-incentive clauses, basically contractual obligations here. Hours Kyler Murray will spend watching film. During game week, Jason, three and a half is what our linesmiths have set. Over, under. Well, it has to be over unless he wants to be held and breach a contract. This is this is a crazy story here. Yeah. Never seen anything like it where they're making a guy study, basically. Um, is it four hours is the number? Four hours okay. is the number he has to weekly during the season. And this it cannot be when he's in the quarterback room looking at it with the other quarterbacks in the room and the coaches. This has to be individual study. What does it tell you about Arizona's feelings about Kyler Murray, the studier, Kyler Murray, the preparer? What does it tell you? It tells you that they think he doesn't do his homework, right. particularly. Yeah. That they're having to put this into the contract and say, as, as part of you getting paid, You've got to watch four hours by yourself of film study to prepare for the upcoming week. The fact wow. that this is out there, I know, right? You know, Kyler Murray gets the second most guaranteed money on average. What is he only behind Aaron Rodgers making $46 million a year? But for this to be out there, the first interception he throws, the first time uh, uh, he does that, the first, the first time he uh, uh, doesn't look prepared for a game or the defense has got a pretty good game plan against him and it's working, he is in position to be so second-guessed by his teammates at this point. Mm-hmm. The fact that this is out there, that he looks like a non-studier, um, it's not a good look for Kyler Murray at all. And The fact that this is public, you'd wished. Maybe, maybe that the language had not been there. Why, John, can't there be an understanding with Arizona, right? They're giving you all this money, an off-the-contract understanding that you got to get in your books. The fact that this is in the actual language of the contract, there's no way around it. It yeah. makes him look like a guy who doesn't prepare, who doesn't study, and we've got to make you do it to get the money. And there were some games last year where like, it, start, it sort of starts to, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like he didn't, he didn't watch much film, you know, and it looks like it. Um, he he said in an interview <clears throat> last year that he's not one of those guys who sits around and kills himself watching film. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. I don't sit there for twenty four hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head I see so much. Now you compare that to a guy like I don't know Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady's going to be in that film room constantly. You know, he's going to be watching film. He's going to be breaking it down. He's going to make sure that there is nothing that he's not seeing. Um, that's that's the way he's going to approach it. So, yeah, look, um, can you be great and not study film in this day and age? I, I don't think so. How about this? Isn't four hours a little low? I mean, seems low. You only have like like <laughs> let's say four hours a week. A week? Yes, that's low. Yeah, that seems low. Yeah. I mean, like that should be easy. That should be the the base basement level. Right, one hour entry a day. Point. You just you just less than one hour a day. Yeah, it's one hour Monday through Thursday. Right, Absolutely that sucks. Low, yeah, I mean, I, that's piss poor in my opinion. Like it should be twenty four if you're getting paid forty plus million dollars. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, that's why you know he's that's why he's happy to sign the contract. Yeah. You got to be an addict in football. Two hundred thirty million dollars. He's like, all right, fine, I'll sign it, no problem. What's how many interceptions did he have last year? Because that will tell us a lot. I mean, I feel like he started well. I mean, he only had 10 picks. I mean, it was, you know, it's not yeah. terrible. 
You know, that's that athleticism though, because he can elude so fast. Still, I get why he probably feels like that, right? Like he he probably feels that way because he's so athletically gifted that like, oh, I don't have to sit here and do this. I can you know get myself out of jams. But I think about like that that loss right to the Rams, thirty four to eleven. He looked like garbage. Nineteen to thirty four, hundred thirty seven yards. Mm-hmm. Two picks. That was a bad game. His worst game. And the wild yep. card, you know, like I, I'm assuming he watched film, but you know, who knows now? Who knows what he's what his habits are? So, yeah, look, it's uh, it, it's got to be over. He's going to be breaching his contract. But it is, it is, it is like you saw that, and you're like, wow, like who else are you having? Like you're not having to beg, you know, big time QBs to do this. No, you don't have to beg the great ones to do it. And so you wonder about his competitiveness. You wonder about his drive to be great. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that feeling that I don't have to, right. that usually doesn't get you far in the NFL. You, usually the great ones know they have to do everything right. and find whatever edge they can because yeah. why? Everybody's looking for the edge in the NFL. So the fact that you're, you know, having to be forced to do this, if I'm a Cardinals fan, it scares me to death. This, would be, be like, this would be like putting in, like, your contract, uh, you know, must prepare, you know, three hours a week. Yeah, because I'm coming on here just talking, <laughs> just running my mouth, and don't even. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you just people, say, I don't, I don't have to prepare because you know, like I just, I show up and think, th- th- uh, people think that about these jobs, don't they? They, they do. <laughs> like they we do. just show up and do this. And like, uh, like uh, people always ask me too. Like, <laughs> it's just funny how people's like perceptions of like what we do is, and it, so we, we do, we do nothing. We come on here and talk, but but there is a process, right? Mm-hmm. Like what, people ask, like, when do you prepare? What do I not prepare? Right. Like what? What, what am I not? Part of, part you know, of life. It's it's you know one one of the it's a, it's a it's a blessing and a curse, right? Mm-hmm. Like I am always thinking about this radio show. Like I'm always thinking about things in the context of like how am I going to talk about this? What can I do? What can I say? You know, there's really never a moment where like I can turn off, you know, thinking about doing this show. You know, mm-hmm. which is great. For for ninety two nine, maybe not so much for like my personal life, but that's kind of like I I don't you don't really get to choose, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you either have that or you don't. I prefer it to writing though, because writing is so it's just a hard and fast thing. It is. Whereas you this is to, more you, of a working amoeba. Like you use the I use my sure. iPhone notes a lot. No, you got to sit that. down and do that when you're writing. When you're yeah. doing this, I mean, it's just sort of all it's passive, right? I, right. I, I look at preparation more so as passive, like. You don't sit down and like code like mm-hmm. a Facebook programmer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm preparing. Take <laughs> right. on Kyler Murray. This yeah. is it. Right. You know, it's more like a, you know, okay, this is I, I'm 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 consuming this. I'm digesting this. What am I going to say about it tomorrow? Kind of a thing. Anyway, uh, that's not what you have to do when you're paid 230 million dollars though uh, to be a quarterback. You actually have to sit down and you know watch film. You better if you want the money over three and a half. Oof, a lot of dough. And then finally, uh, this is some personal relevance, I take it. Our staff has come up with a question, and the minutes you will wait to be seated at a restaurant. The number we've set here is 24 minutes and, and a half. So 24 and a half minutes is what we're looking at here. Is that over, under, you'll wait that long over, under at a restaurant? Over, under. So uh, former Vice President Mike Pence uh, was, uh, was was speaking somewhere, and and he mentioned that despite being a – you know, a former, you know, congressman, former vice president of the United States, he had to wait 25 minutes to be seated at an Olive Garden. He was very perturbed by this. He was, he was upset about it. Yeah. He's like, I cannot believe, essentially, that I had to wait 25 minutes to be seated at an Olive Garden. 
do you not know who I am? Which <laughs> which might be fair. You can put him in that banquet room that nobody's in. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the former vice president. It is yeah. the former vice president. And you know there are some open tables in that right. banquet room. I mean, it's Olive Garden, bro. Like, yeah. roll just, all due respect. But they're short on staff, yes. and so everybody's got to wait. And so he had to wait, and apparently did, 25 minutes to be seated at Olive Garden. Wow. I was I, Hey, I, he's a patient, man. He waited through four years of... Uh, his his colleague, the president, to get through that before he had to save the day there at the end he, on a January sixth. He is a patient man, apparently. Twenty four and a half. Would I would I wait thirty minutes? I can't remember the last time I've waited thirty minutes to be seated at a restaurant. Like I will, especially no go. If, if it's above twenty, I'm out. Me too. Twenty is your number. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm just not going to sit there with the wifey all tense, you know, watching people leave, wondering when we're next. I can't do it. I'm with you. So if if the, if they say anything over twenty, we're we're usually out. You're here. out. Yeah, Rafferty's everything, it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How about you, John? Cheddars. I, I I typically won't even like. I try not to do walk-ins. Yeah, like I try to like do you know resi. Spe- yeah. Especially you got a baby. Yeah, oh, you got tough. a baby. You can't. can't you it. can't go. What is it? What was the number? Twenty-four and a half. Twenty-four and a half. Think anything yeah. make oh, That sounds like that. hell on earth. That's the worst. If you yeah. got a baby in a carrier like you or something, yeah. heck no, you're not waiting that long. When have you? When have you waited that long? I mean, I think it would I'm only sure be I for have. it would only be for fine dining. Mm-hmm. It would only be a well, situation like, where your reservation like, got pushed back. Right. Yes. Right. Some birthday reservation. I think we did that from a wife. Oh, one time it got pushed back a little bit because the place was so and cool. And maybe there are restaurants that are like opening that you would like, mm-hmm. like the line super like you want to like experience it, so you'll wait that. But I, 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 you know, now as not, an old man with a child, you know, I got to, oh, yeah, I mean, that's just an, I'm like Pence a, an incredibly patient man, though, as we know. Yeah. I think it's cool he's However going to Olive take, Garden. However long it takes, we got to get the job done, though, aren't we? we well, go look, back I mean, the, we, we, we what's not job. to love about a place he's like a Olive patron. Garden? He's a patriot. You know? I, I love that he enjoys Olive Garden like a normal human. There's something to be said for, you know, your Rafferty's, right? Yeah. That place stays packed. Rafferty's make, make any, don't make any sense. There's like it the cheese biscuits. New. What do they have? What's their what's their thing? That make, gets everything's you in the door? good. The bur- the the steak, the it's burgers, like, it's the just salads. Your, are it's good it's, it's just your your typical American cuisines, you know, booth type restaurant. You know, yeah. Americana. Which I, I look in 2022. I can imagine it's probably not the experience is is probably a lot worse, right? Just like every sort of restaurant like that <laughs> has come to be. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pants. I, I just he shouldn't have to wait that long. No. If it were you, you would have seated him. We we would have got him in the banquet room by himself with the other members, with the members of the Secret Service that I'm sure he, he had. Well, he got he's got two guys with him. I'm sure. I'm going to sit those guys in the back. I am going to sound like I'm stereotyping. I'm not, but just follow me here in this exercise. Normal American worker at a restaurant. Okay, but we all started there. I started. You know, you work at a restaurant when you start. I would gather our knowledge and grasp of current American history beyond Trump is pretty limited, and thus a lot of people just don't recognize pres- Vice yeah, President. And that's that's a possibility. Even with two Secret Service agents with him? They don't pay attention to that. They're just trying to get people in the door and tell sir, it's going to be 25 minutes. They're not paying attention to the suited men next to him. They're not. The, people may not be cognizant of that. Uh, Mike Pence said uh, the, the, the slogan for Olive Garden – uh, when you're here, your family apparently does not apply to conservatives. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's pretty good. <laughs> when you're here, your family, unless you're a conservative. Isn't that right? Sit your ass, boy. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I, under. Under. Way under. Thank way you. under there in this go. day and age. All right. We'll come back. Jessica Benson's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to her. Uh, about maybe this and the, the, her week ahead. So it's a big one for her. Time. Yep. Stick around. Jason and John, I to turn FM. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Today is Church Health Giving Day on 92.9 FM ESPN. So, feeling generous? All gifts to Church Health today, whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly recurring gift, are going to be matched. You can double your impact on the community here in Memphis today. Hashtag give church health, churchhealth.org slash giving day. Jessica Benson joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. She's very busy. Got something very important coming up in about a week's time. She joins us now. Hello, Jessica. Hello. How's it going? So what's the official, uh, what's the official date? The wedding is Saturday. Wedding is on Saturday. This is my last piece of work before I tune out for two and a half weeks. So you look at this as work? Yes. So this is not to make so this is this is this is a job for you. This is like Kyler Murray film. When you love when you love your work, you never work a day in your life. Isn't that what they say? Right, yeah. Well you've clearly drawn your line in the sand here. I, I thought this was just fun. I thought we were all just, you know, shooting the ish. I thought we were just having fun every Tuesday at 11.25. No, it's just a little weekly, weekly catch-up. That's what it is. That's yeah. the last thing on my calendar. Okay, there we go. I mean, it's all about how you frame things. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, you right, got to, like... Let me, let me rerun. This, rewind, this, thing, this is my right last, like, piece of, like, grinding <laughs> that I have to do before I get out of here. Uh, okay, listen, uh, we're going to get to that here in just a minute, but we started, the, we ended the last thing we're talking about uh, restaurants. How long... What's your threshold for how long you'll wait to be seated at a restaurant before you're like, yeah, I'm not sitting here waiting? Oh, I can't even think of the last time. Memphis spoils you because so infrequently do you have to this wait is true. very long for a restaurant as opposed to other places if you don't make a reservation. I would say like 20 to 30 minutes. I also just waited in the Starbucks drive through line for 30 minutes because I had nothing else to do, but I realized I should have just gone inside. So I might be the wrong person to ask. Yeah. Mike Pence, uh, Mike Pence had to wait 25 minutes to be seated at an Olive Garden. That's why we ask. At an Olive Garden? And, and he, and apparently he waited, you know, that's kind of, the, <laughs> that's kind of like well, the other, okay. something's wrong I with that, say, right? Jessica? If you're, if you're actively choosing to go to an Olive Garden, perhaps you're craving the 
sweet, sweet smell of unlimited breadsticks, and nothing will satisfy you unless you get the unlimited breadsticks. So at that point, you might as well go to the Olive Garden because I, I, I would go out, have to be going out of my way to go to the Olive Garden. I don't, I don't know the last time I ate at the Olive Garden, mm-hmm. but if I chose to go, it would be in my brain that that's where I was going to eat no matter how long the wait was on that night. That was uh, me and Sam's first date, actually. Oh, Cole's a special place. Olive Garden, yeah. In yeah. your heart. You basically went to Italy. Yeah, that's what I, I was like, my thought. Like, I was going to give Sam, like, sort of a taste of her homeland. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, she's like, it's really going to impress her. Coffee. <laughs> wow. Damn. Did the trick. Well, look what happened. <laughs> look what happened. I, I mean, it clearly was like a genius move, man. So. Proud of you. Have you been Bridezilla about anything? Would Chris describe you as a bridezilla? It's a show that my wife loves. <laughs> no, it's so funny because, honestly, throughout this entire process, and we've been planning the wedding since, it's funny, we just met with our photographer for the last time, and we booked her in February of 2020. So <sighs> coronavirus was just a blip on the radar. No one knew what was really going on, and obviously the world has changed tremendously since then. And so because we've been planning it so long nothing has ever felt particularly like on the clock stressful the one thing i will say is i became a little crazy about covid the last two weeks um i like really locked us down because it just felt i was like there is no way we waited this long Mm -hmm. and now there's this this little covid wave coming through the summer and everyone is living their best lives and outside and doing their thing i was like i swear if we took this wedding back So I've been a, a little crazy about that. But those are the things you can't control. That, the weather, my therapist told me, don't think about either of them because you literally can't do anything with it. But other than that, we just want to party. As long as everybody's on the dance floor, drinking hand, whatever you want, at the end of the night, then we've had a successful day on Saturday. And then are you Sounds going like, like are, are you going on just a, it's a great time if you are. Are you going like, are you doing the Europe sort of rendezvous around the around the world? We, we sure are. We're very thrilled about the euro to dollar one to one situation we've got going Great on time. right now. But we uh, we are going to Greece to start. We're flying on the Monday after our wedding. We're going to Athens, Santorini, and then we'll zip over to the home of Olive Garden, Italy. And we're going to Venice and Lake Como. And then we're wrapping up with a day in Zurich, Switzerland. And we are all over the place. That pretty pretty much puts wow. everybody else's honeymoon to shame. Certainly mine. We're very, we we figured if we waited this long, we should. And this will be our first time. You know, we met over in London as interns for the Olympics back in 2012. But since then, we've never traveled together internationally. So this is our nice. first. This is really our first big trip. Working in previously, both of us working in local news, you really couldn't get that significant chunk of time off and so we're really taking advantage of having the ability to to plan a long trip and to finally go on a big trip together but we're so excited i mean i don't want to say we're more excited for the honeymoon than the wedding because we spent too much money on the wedding to have that mentality and everyone's coming and we're grateful for that but we're pretty dang excited for the honeymoon uh, there was some news on the Shelf college best. basketball side of things. I guess we, you know, look, everything is absolutely massive right now in this time, in this time of the sports calendar. So when you see that Memphis has an opponent, you know, on which bracket they're on, what side of the bracket they're on, it's massive news. But just generally from a big picture standpoint, how important do you think a good start is for for the Tigers basketball program this season in terms of the morale for the fan base, in terms of, you know, what you're trying to achieve 
getting beyond the first weekend of the tournament. How important is a fast start for this team? I think it would be a luxury that you would enjoy to set a tone for the season, but it's not a necessity. I mean, if anything proved, you don't, you don't want a repeat of what happened last season, but you can get through the mess and the muck and still find your way into the NCAA tournament. But in order to get that better seeding, to not have to go up against a number one seed uh, in the second round, you want a good start. You just want a start that inspires everybody to think, all right, we can get behind this team again. There's hope. There's a chance. As long as you're thinking there's still a, a chance of the NCAA tournament a couple weeks into the season, that just like wildly changes the perspective of fans, the perspective of the media going the rest of the way. Celtics Nets, would you do this if you're the Celtics? Or Jessica, or, or, hey, I, I'll ask it this way. Are you crazy if you don't do it? If you just say, you know what, we got awfully close, we made the finals, we've added Malcolm Brogdon, let's just give it another run, see what we've got with this new nucleus. Would that be crazy to stand pat and roll with what you got? Or should they do it? It just feels that for every single team, you put together the best package that you can, and you you take your swing at Kevin Durant. He's one of the best players in the world, so if not the best player in the world right now. So you're going to have to give up the world, essentially, in order to get him. Mm -hmm. I think you do it. I do, from the Jalen Brown perspective, it is interesting. And obviously the conversation two years ago leading up, even up until them finding their success the second half of the season that gets them to the finals, can Tatum and Brown thrive together? And it felt like they really took a step forward and the camaraderie and the friendship of the group and they're taking pictures after the games and whatnot. And now you have Jalen Brown tweeting SMH, and he's obviously feeling some kind of way that his name's included, and Jason Tatum is the player who is untouchable in this situation. So you did create at least a small sliver of discontent now going into next year. So at what risk do you ultimately take? And if you're giving the world for Kevin Durant, too, how much are you giving away that was a piece of what got you to the finals yep. this year? It's all very complicated, but at the end of the day, you're crazy not to try to go after Kevin Durant. Well, aren't the Grizzlies – I mean, isn't, isn't this sort of peering into like a, like a Hubble telescope and, and, and sort of seeing the future – Right, I mean, the Grizzlies are going to be in a space like this someday. It may not be right now. Everybody sort of theorized that maybe this is the one. Well, clearly <clears throat> that has not materialized. But you know, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, uh, somebody like this will come available, and the Grizzlies are going to have this you know tight knit team, and they're going to have guys that the fan base loves that they don't want to part with. But you know, is isn't this sort of the same juncture that a team like the Grizzlies is going to arrive at very soon? Well, first, isn't Hubble Telescope like a dated reference now? Isn't it the James Webb Telescope? Do we do we have to shift the conversation? I only say that because this is semantics, right? This is semantics. I, 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 really wanted, yep. to, I wanted to come with my space knowledge. <laughs> but wow. no, I think I think James you're exactly Webb's right. Space. And it just continues. Those images are incredible. There's just, if you ever want to feel like life is not as important as we all make it out to be, you are just a small piece in one of many galaxies. Anyway, digress. Uh, yeah, when it comes down to trying to win a championship, it means hard business decisions that ultimately usually have to be made on the path to getting there. And that's where you just have to evaluate from a year-by-year basis. And that's where it just helps that this Grizzlies front office has established a layer of trust because thus far it's worked out. So the decisions they've made have led to a, a linear sense of progression and ultimately you're going to get to a, a day someday in either the near future or the not so near future where 
business decisions have to be made with players who have called Memphis their home, have been a part of this community, have been a part of the journey. That's just how it happens. It doesn't make it any easier, though. That's what Anytime you say, well, it's just business. Well, yeah, it's just business, but there's still feelings attached on both sides. I thought you wanted this to be like an easy segment. I, th- I thought you wanted this to be like a smooth, like just ride into your wedding week and you're done with all your workout. But instead, you wanted to you wanted to put your stake in the ground for the James Webb telescope, <laughs> right? Just, both okay, can reason, both do and can exist. It was on my brain because I just picked up Chris's wedding ring from the jeweler because it wasn't done and they like rush ordered it and they just got it. And the guy checking me out at the counter noticed the background of my phone, which is one of the images of the space mountains from the James Webb telescope. And he said, huh, that James Webb telescope really is something. And I said, yeah, it really is. So So you're a space nerd. You're you're an astronomy nerd, huh? I've never been an astronomy nerd. I was just so overtaken. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was so cool, and then I was like, "Oh no, am I am I a space girly?" Like those are all over TikTok, and anyway, here we are, space <clears throat> galaxies and all. Well, enjoy. Uh, we enjoy wish the you festivities. all the best. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we do. Uh, we're, you know, feels you, like we've all been planning it, Jessica, for would, the last couple of years. It's been, that's right. right. It's been a family affair, mm-hmm. no doubt. So uh, keep us updated. I appreciate it. Yep. I will. For Congratulations, sure. Jessica. Yes. Talk to you soon. She is Jessica Benson. Joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Now, I will say that the James Webb Telescope, which is different than the, the you know, let's not let's not forget the Hubble Telescope. The Hubble Telescope was so the one OG. has not replaced now, the other. Now, the James Webb Telescope might have better it's better capabilities, right? But the Hubble Telescope was the OG, right? Mm-hmm. The one who paved the way mm-hmm. for you, like George Lapidus. You know what I'm saying? Like that's who you wanted to be growing up. It's sort of like the same deal here, you know. Um, it did it did produce a striking image of, of just our, our universe, right? And all the galaxies and, you know, all, if you're into that, it's certainly like you can't make sense of any of this stuff, man. You know, it'll blow your mind. I didn't realize you were what, that Jessica was so into it that she'd match your your space energy. Because I know you, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you've got this in you. you know, he's you been know. on our show twice, mm-hmm. and I've been to his show. you got a place in you now, when it comes to astronomy that you don't visit all the time. It's kind of like Kyler Murray. Right. You know, maybe an hour a week <laughs> that you dedicate to astronomy, your astronomy <laughs> studies. But every once in a while, you like to bring it out and school us. Sound like Jessica tried to correct you there. She did, she did, and that was like I thought two astronomers battling. I thought that was a very risky move on her part, you know, because <laughs> like you come at the king on his face, man. You better, not, you best not miss. Right, right. right. Um, but, but you know, I, I look. Why you keep holding that up, man? Have I got we, it, bro. Have I we ever, it. have we ever had a, heard of a trip like that, a honeymoon like that? Seriously, uh, going to Europe? Yeah, this well, one, you J- Jeffrey Wright them did. Jeffrey Wright them just did that this past. Wasn't that their honeymoon? Yeah, but it wasn't that exotic compared I mean, I, to what Jeff, Jessica just Jeff laid Wright out. Jeffrey Wright was gone like well, two days. He, he The man works. He was gone like two days with all yeah. due respect. Well, he, he had to get back. They sound he like they're going to be, they're gonna be gone for like a month. Well, that's all right. I mean, she's I, going to. Did you hear what she's laid out, though, for her foreign travel? I mean, she's going to multiple foreign countries, that's what I'm saying. including Switzerland, like as the as the touch point at the very end. I mean, and Italy, right? No, that's a, that's definitely like their dream. The motherland. That's you a know? capstone trip right there. For the Caucasians, it's absolutely the motherland. Well, I was talking about Italy and Olive Garden. That's all we were saying there. 
Well, then it, my sentence was also true. I would love to go to Switzerland. My goodness. Oh, that's beautiful. Is it? I, I got Canary Islands high on mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to go to England. I just feel like England would be like a cool place to just like throw some pints back and just like, you know, hang out with the locals and just, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like be expensive, they say, and gray. Well, Always that, raining. It's not as expensive though now. No, it's true. Because like, so like you said, it's the right time to go. I saw one uh, one uh, person today say that the euro might be eighty cents against the dollar. Wow. Soon. Yeah. Whew. So I'm just telling you, That's like, amazing. Sucks for them. The Canaries does look beautiful, Jason. I'm yeah. looking at that. Santi's gonna show us Spain. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like if I could pick like a, you know, Spain's fine, sure, whatever. But I, you know, I want to go England. Yeah, I want to go to like a, a pub. But like a Greece or something. This is the England just are, old are, and rubbish. Aren't, aren't and, countries like that like ruined by tourists though? Like all those like sites oh, I think and there's stuff. Plenty of I don't places know if you'll you'd, find though. There. John, I don't think it's you'd way more like beautiful. England. I yeah, don't really so. don't. I think it'd be a little stuffy for you. I agree with you. A little stuffy, huh? A little yeah. stuffy for you. Like that that little getaway, self included. You know, I, I do. I do enjoy tropics. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt. But but I mean, I you know, I I could I could get down with like. The thing about, thing about Europe, right, is that you can bounce, right? You don't have to – if you go to England, you can get to Spain pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, – You do all the train stuff down there, right? Yeah. That's what everybody does that's over there is ride the that's train. That's cool. Right? Yeah. You, you bounce efficient. around. And yeah. then there's like a cutoff. You know, we get to like, uh, you know, Belarus and we probably got to turn back, right? I mean, that's – I was like, this is so random. But I was looking up who, which countries – have level four travel advisories in the United. Like I just like randomly got in. It's like it's crazy. Like there are a lot. <laughs> there, really? Yeah. There what are does a lot. that mean, John? You can, like the United States says if you go here, we cannot save your ass. Uh, and I would advise not going to those. It's it's like, it's like Brittany Griner. No disrespect to Brittany, but you got to think it through a little. Russia bit. is a level four. Belarus is a level four. Um, there's some other random ones that you like would not have like, yeah. like Molly, I believe is like a level four. Really? Yeah. Like then and there's some level threes in there and like, like some of the reasons that they give you are like, uh, you know, terrorism, crime, yeah. kidnapping, at least one U S national is currently detained here. We have no, you know, consular services here. We cannot save you if you. <laughs> it's smart to avoid those. Yeah. Yes. And How like, did you end up on a list like that? I don't know, man. I was just, you know, I, I be family my, reasons. My, yeah, my mind wanders. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm like, hmm, let me look at this. Let me just see, like, but you can get to, uh, you know, you could get to Belarus. You can't get a flight from the United States to Belarus. But what what you would do is, if you really wanted to visit, you would get on a flight to Dubai, and then you would fly from Dubai. To Belarus, like that's gonna be, but you you don't have a visa. I don't think you're gonna get a visa there. Is Dubai high on your list? I know a lot of people that are not really saying they'd love to see it. I don't like the idea. This is just me. I don't like the idea of getting like so far away. <laughs> you know, like that's like the complete. Hong op- Kong is on this list op- now, Jay- John. Oh, really? Level yeah, four? level four. Do not travel. July nineteenth. They just installed that one. Yeah, I mean, wow. you'll be surprised. Belarus is on there. Yes. Yeah, Belarus is on there. Russia's on there. Yes. Hong Kong surprises me. Moldova, I think, is on there. Mid July, they just advised. Now that's probably health protocol. There's some other. There's some COVID stuff there too. Yeah, yeah. there's some COVID. But I'm just like, dude, we're in the United States. Like, we ain't worried about COVID. Right, I mean, we're not waiting. Not here, but but there, and then the uh, Haiti is on this list. Haiti is on that list. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, wow. by the way, I think Somalia. Jamaica is a level three. How? Because of the crime. Yeah, that's what they said. There's several level threes on here. Level yeah. three it was dude. Uh, the plane was packed. 
And I've run into so many people since that are like, yeah, that's where we got married to. Like, yeah, Jamaica yeah. feels like it's it's rolling right I'm now. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I didn't like, think they were on any list on the resort point. area. Probably. Okay. Yeah, I think I think of Mexico course. has its own category. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'd be a you know level three or a level four. Well, I know. I mean, the pandemic rocked Jamaica to a point where that yeah. thing because it depends yeah. so much on tourism right. that I could see folks. Saying okay, I think no, Montego Bay. They mention Montego yeah, yeah, yeah. Bay. They mention like yeah. that's why a lot of people don't like to stay in Montego Bay. They move on. The one is Kingston that you don't mess around with. Oh yeah, but right. I guess Montego. Some are saying it's getting to a point where yeah. you'd rather go to mm-hmm. Ocho Rios or Negril. Exactly. Yeah, but it's just a. It's just a. Yeah. I, I, by the way, uh, Jamaica was great to us. None of those countries that Jessica's visiting are going to be on, on that, the, on that yeah, list. They're going to be level one. You're fine. You're good to go. Well, they've know? only been planning this for like five years. Yeah, I'm there's. Sure, you got the right one. You have an embassy there, right? You'll have a U.S. embassy in the majority of those places. So you sounded be, like it. You'll be fine. Not in Ocho Rios. I mean, you would have your ass would have been up without a paddle. But you 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 got back. We would have found a way home. So you good. Uh, all right, we will come back. Lots more to come here on the show. Trista Crick's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to her about the Kevin Durant trade, NBA, and more. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.